Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? Our learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan. Yo. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I got nervous. Hold on. Yo soy, yo soy Raquel Lindsay Abasolo, reportando desde Colombiana. Hey, did you just say something in that language known as Spanish? I, bet I said something wrong. Oh, Colombia. I said Colombiana. <laughs> that was Brian. Brian, Brian corrected you. Shout out, Brian. <laughs> Yes. So you're, you're in Colombia right now. Yes, I said. And I am Rachel reporting from Colombia. How is it? It's fantastic. I got to tell you, as I have a glass of wine in my hand, because I'm on vacation. But, you know, I put the podcast over myself. I'm here for the Thought Warriors today and Van. But um, it's my first time in Colombia. And I got to tell you, I've been sick the entire time. That's why I have posted nothing on Instagram. My voice is still like this. Remember, I was sick when I last left you guys. Yeah. Last it only got worse. Flying made it worse. I've been in the bed most of the time. But we were in um, we're in Cartagena right now. And then we were in Baru. And it was a three-day wedding. We were just coming back from it today. I have to tell you, I had the best time. Like Brian's family, even though I don't speak the language unless I'm on the dance floor, their family has been so welcoming. So nice. It's so nice to meet the extended family. They were so happy to meet me. I'm so happy to meet them. The wedding was so beautiful. I'm having the best time here. I love That's it. That's amazing. So Brian, Brian's family then is they they are so his parents live there in Colombia? No, his parents live in Miami, but they were born in Barranquilla, Colombia. Right. Okay. I gotta stop eating the cheeses. I'm sorry, I'm hungry. So <laughs> A lot of Brian's family is back there. You guys go there. You hang out with him. It's fun. Yeah, his some aunts, uncles, cousins, like the cousin who's got married. She lives in Bogota. So, yeah. That's very Nothing. nice. Mm-hmm. Is, how's the weather out there? Well, it's been raining majority of the time in Cartagena. Right. But in Baru, where we were, it was beautiful most of the time. It was some rain. Most of the time. Not too humid. A breeze from the water. I got to say, it's really nice. I, I got to come back and spend more time here. You like I'm, it. I, I said, I'm going to come back in a year. I'm going to work on my Spanish. Right. Okay. Yeah. How, like how much, how much Spanish did you speak before you met Brian? You know, it's hard to say, man. It's hard, it's hard to, to say. say. It's hard to say. Like right. I can read it better than I can uh-huh. speak. It, but you right. get nervous when you talk. Right. So like, like they'll appreciate you speaking the language, but you feel weird when like, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to say something wrong. What kind of accent do I have? So I always say un poquito. Un poquito Espanol. Like it, Americans are so crazy. We don't speak no languages, but then people, we always get on people for the way they speak English. No, it's ridiculous. And they actually told Brian to stop interpreting for me. They were like, make her learn on her own. Make her listen. Make her figure Tough it love? out. Tough love? Tough love they yeah. were giving you there? <laughs> I loved it. They're right. Hey, stop so interpreting. Make her learn. What, what did you do? Looking, I started looking for immersion schools in LA. For, for the kids? They have it for adults, actually. I've taken it before in Dallas. So you're going like, to go with everything else that you have to do. You're telling me that you're going to go to a Spanish school. And you're not doing that. So I've done this before. No, no, no. I've done this before. When I went to the Dominican, I was so embarrassed because in Putacana they were like, 
you're from Texas and you don't speak Spanish? And I was embarrassed. So I signed up for an immersion school two days a week, four hours a week. I like it. And it's really, so I'm I'm really going to try so I can like communicate with my new family. Right, right. Now, do you ever feel like maybe they're saying stuff about you and you don't know what they're saying? That will always be a thing. I kept listening and I told Brian this, I'm listening for Negra. Oh! I know they're talking about me if I hear Negra. Negra. So they do they call do they they call you Negra though? No, but if they're talking about me, they call me Rachel. Okay. Right. But if they're talking about me behind my back, I was like, oh, like if I hear black with the A, you know, the feminine black, I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. Right. Negra. I was the only Negra. I was the only one there. If you guys have when you guys have kids, you should name the kid Negla. I'm gonna pass on that. But Why? thank you for the suggestion. I'm gonna name my kid something like that. <laughs> you, you would. Negro Lathan. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, like, there's nobody. I've never met anyone named Negro. Negro. Negro Lathan. I promise you, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I promise you, I'm gonna do it. Negro Lathan. Even, even, either that or like the middle name would be Negro. Negro That's a good name. Negro. Teacher calling roll. Yeah. We've got John Negro Lathan. John Negro Lathan, or he gets drafted. Um, the first pick to the New Orleans Saints, Negro Lathan. You know, that's funny. That's a funny name. The Adventures of Negro Lathan. I like it. I love you, son. It works with Lathan, too. Um, It does. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do, too. I also know that lots of you exercise. But if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear. Especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around L.A. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Look, there's a lot of news. We have to talk about something happening in the world right now. We do. It's a lot going on. Uh, Afghanistan is in shambles. Uh, we're dispensing with the pleasantries because we have a real situation 
going on over there in Afghanistan. Now, of course, you guys know that we went into Afghanistan shortly after uh, the 9-11 terrorist attacks. And our goal was to root out the Taliban, which at that point we were told was harboring Osama bin Laden and going into Afghanistan uh, to make sure that we get the people that were responsible for uh, the the World Trade Center attacks. Now, some people would say that such a large percentage of the hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. That why didn't we do anything inside of Saudi Arabia? Why didn't we invade Saudi Arabia? Well, there's a lot of answers for that question. Uh, but the reality is that after years and years and years of being there, conflict turned into a quagmire, turned into uh, an endless war. Uh, and Joe Biden had pledged to leave after all this time. I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version of it. Now, during this time, some things happened that were, I guess, depending on your perspective, positive in this situation. Uh, the Obama administration was able to kill Osama bin Laden, who, of course, was the Al-Qaeda mastermind behind the, the September 11th attacks. Al-Qaeda, as a terrorist organization, has mostly been destroyed. I don't know how much the U.S. Uh, intervention in Afghanistan or U.S. operations in Afghanistan have to do with that. I'm sure it is at least partially or maybe even mostly responsible for it. But if those two things were the objectives, going there and getting Osama bin Laden and destroying Al-Qaeda, I think that a lot of people around the world would say that we have done that. So the question would be, why are we staying in Afghanistan? The answer would be because if we lose, if we leave Afghanistan, all hell would break loose. That's what some people have told you. And we have left Afghanistan and all hell has broken loose. Uh, no sooner than we get out of Afghanistan, does the Taliban launch a fierce offensive. And this offensive, they are able to take very key positions in the country. And basically, for all intents and purposes, have conquered all of Afghanistan as we are recording this right now, they basically have taken everything back uh, that the U.S. had before. The president uh, in Afghanistan that had been there for a while, he got the hell out of Dodge. Um, and it looks like that that country be, will be returning to Taliban rule, which means the institution of Sharia law, Sharia law, shall I say, uh, probably a, a very repressive reality for the women there of Afghanistan. And who knows what type of destabilization will come along in the entire region itself. Okay. So I've said all of that right now. Joe Biden has been kicked in his ass. He's been kicked in his ass. He just went, he just gave a press conference earlier today where he, he told people why he did not get American allies out of Afghanistan sooner. And he talked a little bit about it, talked about the failure, but he was mostly defiant in saying that, this was the way this was going to go, that we have trained Afghan fighters for 20 years and it's their responsibility to take care of their country and that we have to grin and bear this. We have to weather this storm as an international community. Watch what's happening there with all of that on the table right now. Rachel, what are your thoughts on this situation? Yeah, I mean, you really talked about most of it, but what I found interesting and what um President Joe Biden had to say in his and when he addressed the nation is that he said that the American troops were never there to create a government or were about nation building. And I think that because we were there for so long, a lot of people thought that that's exactly what we were there to do. He made it very clear that after the capture of Osama bin Laden in 2011, he said that was a decade ago. 
And he said that the whole point was to prevent Al Qaeda from using Afghanistan as a base to attack us. So once that threat seemed to be diminished, he felt like there was no need to be there. And we've had, and he talked about from presidency to presidency that, you know, there's been this talk about removing troops from Afghanistan. Even President Trump said that he was going to remove troops from, from Afghanistan. And whoever was going to be the one to do it was going to be attacked and was going to be looked at in a negative way, which is exactly what's happening to Biden now, as we see people trying to flee the country and hanging on the wings of planes, planes and, you know, giving their accounts of what's happening in the country and how terrified they are now that the Taliban has taken over. I mean, it's a really sad sight to see. But as I listen to President uh, Biden address the nation, it's almost like a loose, excuse me, a loose, lose situation. If we've been there for 20 years and our goal was to, you know, diminish Al-Qaeda and prevent them from being a threat to the states, if that was the entire purpose, if that was accomplished and we were still there 10 years later, what was the purpose of us being there? And it was really no good time to leave at this point. I guess my my question is, and this is something that you said, and I want to make sure I'm correct on this. Did the troops leave before the Afghanistan president fled the country? Or did the president flee and then the troops left? Uh, our we had started to we had started to draw down. Um, we started and, to draw down, right? But and I the Taliban well, said that they, the government gave up on the country. Yeah, see, that's interesting because what the president, uh, if I'm what the president there in Afghanistan was talking about was the fact that the Taliban were advancing on Kabul, which is the capital, the capital city, and they had been gaining ground all over the place and he's like look i'm not gonna put a bunch of a fight here there's not gonna be there's gonna be too much bloodshed i'm out so what happened was once the the strength of the united states and you know the air superiority that we have with uh with our air force once that was gone you know the taliban then decided to to launch an offensive here's the thing about that though is we were supposed to have been uh had been trained up the afghan army so that they right, can defend right. themselves in the event right. that this happened. It's a it's an interesting philosophical uh question that you ask yourself as an American citizen. Um, and it depends on like what your view of America is. If you're looking at this, there's two ways to look at it. One one way to look at it is that this doesn't have very much to do with us now, right? That we went in specifically to get people who had attacked us, and while we were there, you could argue that we did some good stuff in terms of making sure that the country had democracy after we had gone in there and geopolitically fucked up whatever they had going on. Right. We installed democracy, install a leader. And that once you do that and you give people a taste of that, then you have to stay there in perpetuity because that's the only thing that can answer and account mm -hmm. for all the mayhem that you wrought to them mm -hmm. uh, by stomping over their country for two decades now. Another side of it is if Fortress America is not getting anything from what's going on and it's a never ending war that's costing billions, trillions of dollars is what the president said and American kids are going over there and putting their safety in harm's way. At some point, don't we have to think about the country and leave? Um, because make no mistake about it, because we are deciding right now to leave Afghanistan, people are going to die. People mm -hmm. are going to die. People are going to get tortured. There's going to be public executions. The Taliban actually makes absolutely zero apologies for what kind of government they want to have, what kind of government they had there prior to this. 
So it's an incredibly difficult decision, and it could be a decision that actually defines the presidency, uh, at least the first part of it, uh, of Joe Biden. Because to be honest with you, despite his address to the nation today, I think this has been handled poorly. He said, Joe Biden said that he attempted to move people out of Afghanistan prior to what's going on right now. Uh, we, Because here's the thing, there are people there that have helped us and we're going to facilitate them leaving. So obviously we're going to get all of our people out, get everybody out from the embassy. But then there are people there that have helped us as interpreters, people there that have helped us as other go-betweens. And for whatever reasons, it was our job to get them out because the country is going to be in chaos. Uh, Biden says that they had tried to get them out before this, but that those people wouldn't leave. And so now that we decided we had to go ahead and go, now we're feverishly sending troops and sending people to make sure that all of these entities that are still inside the country can go. It just doesn't look like it was done with the scalpel. It, so it, it looks imprecise. Let me, and actually Biden acknowledged a bit that this happened very, this developed a lot more quicker quickly than he thought it was going to. He said that in his speech, right? Like this is happening faster than he thought. Here's my question. How do you do this in a neat way? Like there was, it's, it was going to be ugly. And I'm not saying I'm defending Biden, but I guess I'm just giving the other side of it in the sense that how do you pull out in a clean way? People have been (laughs) (laughs) telling That's the age-old question, baby. (laughs) People have been saying for such a long time to bring our troops home. And Biden isn't the first president to address the situation. Because we've stayed there, if if we were going for a specific reason, and that reason has been accomplished, that goal has been reached, we stayed there much longer past the goal that we were trying to achieve. Yeah. And because of that, things got murky because as you said correctly, the government people, those people were depending on the situation that had been in place for such a long time. So at the end of the day, the people are who are suffering in this, right? The, the people who are, uh, you know, live in the country are suffering be- based on the fall of this government and are left in a place of like, what do I do? Which you see them, which is why you see them desperately, you know, clinging on the planes and everything, trying to get out of there because what they've known for such a long time has now fallen apart. Their world has fallen apart. But my question is for Biden, when I was making the pull out clean references, how do you do this in a neat way? How do you do this? And it doesn't look bad because if we're not, if we shouldn't be there anymore and you're trying to bring troops home because there's really no purpose of the being there, then at the same time, how can you, it's like the only way to pull them out, it was going to collapse. Like if you've been training these people for 20 years, what happened? Huh. Well, I mean, was, and if the purpose was not to create train them for government, it was just to train them to defend themselves. What happened? You know, like the government left, the president fled. And I'm not saying that he wasn't justified. I don't know what type in what way his life was being threatened. But is that is that to blame America? I'm, I'm really asking a question when it comes right. to. Well, I have questions. I have questions on how how much we actually were devoting to really training the Afghans. Um, it, it, it seemed, it seems to be another symptom of the overall dysfunction of leadership here with our armed forces and who we are. And it seems to be another situation where 
America wrestles to really uh, be who they say they are. Because if we have the most feared military machine in the history of mankind, and we've spent the better part of two decades training people to fight themselves, fight fight for themselves, they should be able to fight for themselves. Now, if we were doing a piss poor job at that and weren't really doing that, and right. we're standing in a place for geopolitical reasons or standing in a place to make use of their poppy fields or standing in a place uh, because we didn't want to take a very embarrassing and public L once we had to leave and that made us stay for a very long time then all types of things like this could be uh, predicted now my thing is this none of that has to, any, has to do with any of the real situations and when I say the real situations this is what I mean there was a young girl was probably born the same year that we got to Afghanistan the civilization that she grew up in was one where she had freedom of expression, where she had freedom of movement. She could pretty much wear what she wanted. She had a voice. She's, she's around 20 now. She's 20. And now she can't do anything. Now she can't go anywhere. Now this is an indictment of the Taliban that hasn't come to fruition yet because we don't know what kind of government they're running. But if they run the same government that they ran, there's no reason to not believe that they will. Um, you're going to go back to a very there's repressive already reports, There's already reports of them covering up advertisements that, that are, um, you know, have, that have the face of women. They're already right. covering that up. So they're already and, doing And by the way, it's not, it's not even for me to cult culturally be the judge and the, the, the juror of anybody else. I'm just saying there are people, people there and there are, uh, there's always a, there's a human element to this that I hope that people know once we're jockeying and throwing the politics back in each other's faces and stuff like that. So for me, it's a sad situation all the way around. But yet another situation that is a very public and uh, very obvious black eye for American foreign relations. Doesn't matter how you look at it. We don't look great right now. And it's, a, mm -hmm. it's another situation where uh, our standing and our reputation internationally it seems to take a hit. And it, we just don't do things right anymore. If we ever did do them right, we probably didn't. All right, uh, let's take a break. We got to talk about Lizzo now. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise 
gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right, Lizzo, did you see this? Did you see what happened with Lizzo? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Lizzo, uh, she had a brand new song that came out, song in a video with Cardi B. It's called Rumors. Okay, I, I watched it. I thought, hey, it's Cardi B and Lizzo. That's what that was my thought about it. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be fire. It was gonna be a hit with the two of them. Involved. Big fans of both. Isn't it? Yes, it's all, it's an automatic hit with Lizzo and Cardi B. It is. People have been waiting for Lizzo to drop new music. Yes, it's, okay, a, it's hit. a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. I I uh, I like Lizzo. I got. Oh, but you don't like the song. I don't really care about the song. I'm not a huge Cardi B fan. I mean, I I'm, I like her as a person. Same. I'm not like I, I don't get rushing it. To, I'm not rushing to go see her. No, I get it. I get why people love Cardi B. I don't get it's it. not her. It's not just for what she does as as a rapper. It's the whole Cardi B persona. It's the Instagram, the love and hip hop. The of course. you know, like I'm stepping out. This is me. And I'm still able to achieve success being 100% me and F everybody else. Like, it's a it's a brand I that get you it. buy into a couple. I get it. I get it. Uh, so apparently they put this video out and Lizzo has been getting mean, mean, bad things said to her by a lot of people. So she took to Instagram in a now deleted video and made like a 10 minute video. She deleted it? She, yeah, it's deleted now. She deleted oh. the video. She made like a 10 minute video. Here's a little excerpt of what she said and how she's navigating like the mean things that people are saying to her. It's like it doesn't matter how much positive energy you put into the world, you're still going to have people who have something, something mean to say about you. And for the most part, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't care. I just think when uh, I'm working this hard, my my tolerance gets lower. Okay. I'm annoyed with this. Ooh. I'm annoyed with it. Go ahead. Why are you annoyed? I'm annoyed because Lizzo, this is different than somebody saying something mean to Lizzo like Let's say like a Rush Limbaugh says something mean to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's out there. We can we can get on his ass. We have a villain. We have somebody that we can say, "Hey, fuck you, you came at Lizzo." But for Lizzo to go on there and for ten or thirteen minutes just talk about the fact that people are talking about her, that she's getting mean messages. Trolls. Come on, come on, man. Of course she is. And it's not, this isn't the first time. I believe she's actually spoken out about this before. Yeah, of course she is. Like she's, we all do. She's, she's incredibly famous. People are going to troll her. She is has a very in your face persona. 
people are going to match that energy with putrid energy and try to be as in your face as she is. Uh, she really didn't say that anybody specifically said anything about her. She said that just people are talking about me. I have no problem. Yes. With, yeah, I have no problem with her, like, I guess, discussing what's going on with her. But it seemed uh, in this situation a little whiny. Just like a, a little whiny to me. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a just like a just a little you know bit whiny. You know probably why? Because it's the contradiction of the video versus the song. The song is talking about how like you don't care about people talking about you and kind of letting them talk and like it's showing you being yourself and and unapologetically being yourself. And then then we see a video on Instagram where you're crying about those very things that you're talking about in the video and you do seem to be affected by them. So I think maybe that's why it's a little bit annoying, because it's like the context of the song versus then also then then you're posting this video. I guess for me, I'm not annoyed. I'm I'm a little sensitive to what Lizzo's going through because I'm not putting myself in the same place as Lizzo, but I do know what it's like to be viciously attacked, even if it is by people you don't know on social media. And as hard as you can be, as confident as you are as a person, you can put out a song, you can put out a, a brave face, it gets to you, whether whether you want to admit it or not, trolls, whether they're faceless or not, it gets to you. You're trying so hard to be who you are, yet people still want to tear you down. And I thought it was a very powerful statement for her to say, like, no matter how much you love yourself, it's hard to love yourself with a world that doesn't love you back. What I would say to Elizo is. It's easy to, to read comments and read DMs and think that that's what the world thinks. And it's such a small percentage. And I guess this is my message to anybody who's dealing with any kind of hate or judgment or feeling in a really low pay, place. Like they can't just, they don't have it all together and they just want to let themselves go. Lizzo was having a moment. She didn't have it all together in that moment, which is probably why it's now deleted. Can't always, you can't always put on a strong face sometimes things get to you but but do realize when it comes to social media that's such a small percentage that's not what the world thinks those are just people who faceless people who are e-thugs as they call them who just want to hate you and hide behind their their computers e-thugs. That's not real. it's yeah it's true uh, face. she said she said that um she's working so hard and because she works so hard she comes in there and she does her thing. She sings with the root canal and she does all this because she was working so hard. Uh, she's more sensitive to this type of stuff now. She's getting worn down. Yeah. And I understand that. But I think for me, and I'm probably a lot closer to Lizzo than I am in terms of like the way I view things and stuff. But I just need somebody to actually not give a fuck. I mean, that's not, it's not human nature. Yeah. Somebody who tells I, I, you that they really that they they care not, not at all that's such a lie i know that it's a lie but i for the people that kind of say they don't give a fuck like i need them to kind of not give a fuck you know like you it, know how much she probably deals with and she rarely says anything yeah but there's like a trade-off for it though like she's world famous she's got a, right. she's, she's like there's a trade and by the way i this is coming from a guy who who comes on here, talks about his depression, talks about his anxiety, talks about it. It's 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 true. But like, 
I will say this, and this is something that I've that I've started to realize about myself. At a certain point, I before I say that, I remember, and this is an extreme example. I remember Courtney Love was reading Kurt Cobain's suicide letter, right? She was reading this suicide letter and a bunch of kids out there. She's reading this suicide letter and he's talking about how hard it is and all of that stuff. Right. And you hear her say while she's reading and I remember watching this live. She goes, so don't be a rock star, Kurt. And the reason why she was saying that is because she's saying, hey. I loved Kurt Cobain, not Kurt Cobain, the lead singer of Nirvana. So if Kurt Cobain goes, this is too much for me. I can't do this anymore. Then. I'm going to be okay with that. And I would rather have you here than have the pressure of everything else that got to you. Make sure that you're not here anymore. And at a certain point, all of us, like, like we're going to be responsible for, for, for lifestyles that ensure our self-care. That's why when a Simone Biles says, hey, I can't do this. I got to take a break. Or somebody else says, hey, I can't do this. I got to take a break. I'm like, I get it. Take the break. Like, take the break. But if you're on the court, you got to deal with the pressure. Like, if you're at the free throw line and you're shooting and the fans are getting at you, they're screaming at you, they're trying to fuck you up, you got to shoot your free throws. So you're not allowing room for people to be. No, I will, it's funny you bring up Simone Biles because I was just about to say, if we're going to applaud Simone Biles for her taking a break and stepping down for her own mental health, then why can't we give that same thing to Lizzo? Like you're it's, it's almost preaching a you if you're a superstar or if you're a public figure, you have to be invincible. No. And I don't think that that's the right message to, to preach. I think that it shows something that. Lizzo is like, guess what? Some I, I might be have money, I might have fame, I might have hit records, I might be confident, but I'm I sometimes it can affect me. And I think that too often we look at public figures and we think they have it all together, that they can't, they don't suffer, they don't struggle, they don't go through things. And I think it's unfair to not give the, that person the freedom to be able to do that. Lizzo's not doing it all the time. You know yeah. she gets hate every day, all day. I'm sure it yeah. takes a lot for her to step out in the limelight as a full-figured woman and be herself, unapologetically herself. I'm sure it does. I'm sure, I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it does take a lot. But I guess in this situation, I just, I looked at it and it, it just seemed like it seemed like it was something that was done kind of for attention. If I'm being for real, it seemed like it was something that was done. Like there's not even a there, there, Like I fought as many battles on Lizzo's side as anybody. People come at Lizzo fucking Dr. Boyce Watkins. All of these people come at Lizzo. I get it. But it could also just be a function of where I'm, where I'm at right now. But I looked at this and I, I watched the entire thing and I was like, okay, so now what do we do? Like nameless people are getting at you on the internet. Yeah, of course they are. 
Like, it, it, like you know what I mean? Like nameless, but faceless people like, are getting at you on the. Yeah, sure they are. Yeah, they nameless, nameless, faceless okay, people are getting on you at the internet. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, you're Lizzo. Yeah, nameless, faceless people are coming at you. Of course. But, so like what? But like, imagine if you put your all into a project, right? Like you give your all. You spent time. It's been a while since we heard new music from you. You really and like it's. It, think of what the song is talking about as well, right? It's not like she's singing a song about I don't know whatever something else. She's singing a song about rumor. She's singing a song about self esteem. She's talking about all these things. She's put her soul into it. Who knows what the writing process to put this song together together was? She puts this out there. She's so proud of it, and then the feedback that she gets is tearing her down for the exact same things that she's fighting against in the song. So like she said, maybe I'm just exhausted and it's just a little too much. She had a moment. God forgive her for having a moment. She had a moment. If she I did mean, look, this every look, day, I would, I would have an issue. We all have moments, but it's like a, you know, it's hard to have a moment. You got to tape the video. You got to upload it. It's got to take a long time. It's 13 minutes long. That's, 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 it's like, that's it's, the way she a moment. Hey, look. What, look, that's for, that's for her. I'm saying she's well within her space to say whatever she wants. It's her social media platform. She can do whatever she wants. This one, for some reason, she sounded like a, a, like a whiny celebrity to me. She sounded like it, it, like she celebrities can't have feelings. Of course they can have feelings, Rachel. Of <laughs> course celebrities. That's what I heard. That's of what course, I heard. How dare you? Of course celebrities can have feelings. She sounded like a I'm I'm going full I'm going full Fox How News. How dare she, you feel sorry for yourself? She she sounded like a coastal elite. She sounded like one of these whiny coastal elites, Hollywood, LA crybabies. I love you, Lizzo. But yes. People are going to talk shit about you, right? People are going to talk shit about you. It's part of it. People literally said three weeks ago that Lizzo killed somebody at a concert from crowd surfing. Do you see the shit that she has to deal with? I mean, How ridiculous is that? And instead of crying, coming on the internet and crying about it, what? she filmed herself flying on top of a bed and was right. like talking about how ridiculous it is. Right. Just because she's a, a big, a, a full-figured woman, people right. are saying she killed a fan. Come on now. That's the kind yeah. of social you it. Yeah, I get it. I understand it's 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 tough. It's hard. I, 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 you know what? I don't understand it's tough. It's hard. I can't understand it. I'm What I'm saying is it's part of it. It's, it, it's part well, of she it. She should We're, accept fat jokes. No, she shouldn't accept. Well, she shouldn't accept. I'm not saying she should accept fat jokes, but this is what I will say. I'm saying... If I come out here every day and I talk about black issues, just know that the white MAGA people, you're not going to be the their biggest fan. They're going to, you should expect for those people to have a problem with you. You should expect for the people. So I think that's if, different if, than, being, than being a bigger woman. Well, if she's what I'm saying, what I'm saying is if she's pushing an envelope and she's doing stuff that she knows is challenging a certain narrative and a certain audience, then she's challenging them on purpose. And so part of that is going to be the fact that they are going to not be so nice about it. Now, she shouldn't have to do that. Is she challenging them or is she just being this up? 
She's just, she's, she's just Lizzo. being. So, she, so Lizzo, Cardi B dances in a video. Lizzo dances in a video. It's challenging because she's a bigger woman dancing versus Cardi, who's more petite and dancing. No, I, I, I think, I think it's not there. But I'd say even Cardi B is challenging convention, but in a different way. Lizzo is doing way? like Lizzo. Think- Lizzo is doing something. To me, that's intentionally that's intentional, and it is has a, a very important place, a See, very important place. She is a full figured woman. Is that intentional, or she's just like just being herself? If you told me I, she purposely put on weight, then did this, I'd be like, okay. I think but it's intentional that not- Lizzo is challenging. I think it's definitely intentional that Lizzo is challenging the beauty standard. I see. I. I guess that I have trouble with this intention. I don't think she's intentionally challenging it. I think she's refusing to conform and do something maybe like an Adele before she lost weight would wear certain things because that's what was deemed proper as far as beauty standards go. And Lizzo's like, no, I'm, I am full figured. This is going to be me. And it's like, I don't think that that's being intentional. That's just saying, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. It's not intentional. I well, know. I mean, we she's a, well, we agree to disagree, but all I'm saying, all I'm saying is in this particular point, <laughs> I was on, I was in this, I was on my fucking down South shit. I was like, uh, I don't know, man. I watched the whole thing and I was like, I just, to me, it seems like a, it seemed, it seemed whiny to me. I wasn't with Lizzo Lizzo, on this one. Lizzo wherever you are, my fellow Texan, <laughs> I Texas. support you. I, I, from, you. I thought she was from Minneapolis. She moved there later. She moved Texas. There. Texas. I support you. I uplift you. And I think that you are amazing in what you do and what you represent for so many different women. I even if my co-host is not. I love you, Lizzo. <laughs> I love you. Lizzo, I'll be on here whining. I'll be on here whining and crying. Oh, what happened to me? I'm so sad. It happens. Sometimes I'm sure. too whiny. Sometimes I whine too much. I whine too much. You know, I whine. You whine. What, what are you whiny about, Rachel? What do you get whiny about? I really don't. You don't whine? Anything about it. You don't do so there's so, nothing that you whine about. So, no, I'm sure I do. Probably something that was so stupid. Probably some something bougie, if I'm oh, honest. Oh, speaking of backlash yeah. from things said in a public forum. You guys, I'm going to read a message here and I want you guys to hear speaking it. Speaking of whining or backlash? Speaking <laughs> of backlash. Okay. <laughs> I want you guys to hear it. Uh, this is, this is a, we had a nice little back and forth uh, between me, Rachel, and one Miss Brittany Renner. Renner. Brittany Renner was none too pleased about Rachel Lindsay calling her a bop on Higher Learning the Podcast. She did not like that. And they went back and forth. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't really call it a back and forth. <laughs> what would you call it? I mean, she she wrote a message. I responded. She wrote back. See, I don't I don't like to entertain people in comments. I will have a conversation with you. But I won't keep going back and forth to see you in comments. I respond well, one. It was on DM. Oh yeah, DM, on... DM, DM. I, I like. I won't go back and forth with you on DM. Right. I refuse. Um, 
I'm gonna go read. Brit- I'm gonna read Britney's message right here. This is Britney Renner to Rachel Lindsay. Rachel and here. You. And you. No, no, no. She didn't direct it just to me. She included you in the message. Let's be clear. No, it was just to you. No, 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 no. The message was to me. I'm saying the, it was a group chat. Oh, the group chat. Yeah. yeah so it's just all three of us. No, you're right. She totally yeah. 100% directed it to me. This is the message. It says, Rachel, here's an incredibly simplified version of the point you missed when speaking with Van about me. Never classify myself as a bop and never will. Will. We're in two different weight classes. No one has to hide out in hotel bathrooms with ulterior motives. Not sure if you have children, but if you ever do, I hope you come up off that judgment you think holds you higher than others. I remember being a pick-me-ass bitch too, and from experience, it got me nowhere. Do better. And Rachel came back. You missed my point. I'm not doing, I'm not against anything you are doing, but keep doing you, girl. Wish you the best. Brittany came back. Oh, I heard you loud and clear. I will continue to do me unapologetically and give y'all something to talk about. Take care. Brittany Renner wants to come on this podcast and talk with you, Rachel, about some of the things Wait, that she felt like she, she here said. Then? I, I, why is she here? Why is she coming today? Because I'm not sure. I think she'll come Thursday. I, did, I wasn't sure like how this was going to work with you being okay, in Columbia okay. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's my thing. I think that Brittany's Britney's message is misdirected. And I love to have a conversation because if you really listen to what I'm saying, what we were saying, Van and I were disagreeing over the meaning of the word bop. Okay. We're disagreeing over it. I don't think bop is, is the same as hoe or slut or bitch or whore or anything like that. I actually think it's an elevated version of the word. Okay. And I've so gained my <laughs> And I gave my reasons why. And, you know, what Van didn't mention is the message. She copied and pasted something about whore, slut, and bitch, and all other forms of shaming yeah. women. If you listen to it, I actually didn't shame her. So that's why I say her message is misdirected. It should have been directed to the people because you posted this on your Instagram feed it should have been directed to the people who were right who were putting emojis of trash buckets who were saying i don't want my daughter to be like you and who were talking down about britney i did not talk down about britney at all i actually said she was smart for what she was doing and as she acknowledged she does have that type of behavior and she's acknowledged it not just in social media but she also acknowledged it in these dms and what i'm saying is power to you for acknowledging it and just embracing that that's the person that you want to be so if you you want to go ahead and take what people were commenting on van's feed out on me fine i'm more than happy to take it you can copy and paste messages all day to me that's not what i did when i was talking about her i actually was on her side no you weren't if, no yes i was and no, if you, you were like, that's your friend that's your friend no 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 wait a second about your friends on your podcast no i did not wait a second i never said one negative word about her unless you figure the word bop is is negative in the way i was yeah but i said i said what did i say you and i disagree on the meaning bop like i was saying it was one thing you were saying it was something else and if if you take bop the way that that you view it van if she takes it the way you view it then i get why you feel that's negative i didn't mean it in that way and if you listen 
in totality to what I was saying, it in no way mirrors all the nasty things that people were saying about her in the comments. I never talked about her as a woman. I never talked about what she does. I actually defended her in the sense that people are blaming her for the breakup with PJ Washington. And I'm you and I both were like, you have, we have no idea what happened with that. We have no idea he could have done this. So I actually was not going against her in that sense. If if you if you don't like the word bop and you're offended by that, I totally get that. But I was you also but you also said please come on the podcast. But you but you also said you said groupie, right? You said yeah. a bop or a groupie. You don't think that yeah. a, you don't you don't think that groupie, which is I guess well, what Bop is. People, groupies are people who hang out backstage and put themselves in positions to meet rappers Rachel. and athletes and public figures. Is groupie a negative? Word, is groupie is groupie a negative term? Sure, it's a negative. Okay. Term. So 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 wait. So 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 groupie is a negative term. Bop is the same as groupie. You said if you look back, you watch the clip. You said Bop or groupie. Okay, those are negative terms. But here's my thing. This is what I think. You said ho. And I was like, it is absolutely not a ho, which I think is worse. I'm not calling her a whore. I'm not calling her a slut. I'm not calling her a ho. I actually said she was calculated in what she did. And why is it? This is what I don't understand about people like Brittany Renner. You want to come at me for what I'm saying, which is what you already said. So like you admit that you do things that are classified and deemed as groupie behavior. Yet when I use that word, it's so wrong. Okay. Like in the DM to me, you actually admit to that you're on video admitting those things. You wrote a whole book about it yet. I am wrong for talking about it, even though I feel like I wasn't talking about it in a negative way, because I was like, you're not like some girls I know who do this. You actually go about it in this way. But for some reason, I'm so wrong and I'm so down on women when I'm just acknowledging the very behavior that you've already acknowledged before I did on this podcast. But come on the podcast and talk about it. Come on. I think partly what plays into it is like you love Van to say like, oh, Rachel is so judgmental about it. I never but said I'm that. Literally, but I don't know. You definitely love to imply <laughs> what? that. Van, what? Oh, yeah. Why are you getting on me now? That, that goes on. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I, I, no, no, no. I will always own. I will always own when I said what I say. Right. But right. I just find it so comical that I'm literally repeating the same right. thing that you're acknowledging you <laughs> do, but yet classifying the only difference is I say it's groupie behavior. You say I'm being my own woman. And I'm so, like, yes, you are. You're both. So here's both. the thing. So here's the thing. What Rachel's referring to is the guys on my Instagram, they think that I pander to women because I really truly don't believe in any of these words. I don't believe in hoe. I don't hold on. Let me finish. I don't believe in hoe. I don't believe in slut. I don't believe in all of these words have a negative connotation. And these connotations to me have more to do with how men felt about themselves by uh, than what women did. Now, women bought into it. Women bought into patriarchy. And they're like, hey, you go out and you have sex with a bunch of people. You're a hoe. You go out and you have sex with a bunch of athletes. You're a groupie. Yeah, go out and you have, and even if we call men these words, they don't have the same power because really we know that they're not for men. When like women say, hey, he's a hoe, it really doesn't mean anything, right? Not really. It really only means anything if you're, if you're a woman and you're a hoe because that means that you can't possibly be 
like a, a person worth anything because you, you have sex too much. You like sex. You have too much sex. You're bad. You like having sex with athletes. You have sex with too many athletes. You're bad. All right. So, to but to me, I don't believe in any of that stuff. So, so I, I'm sorry. So, so, so to me, when like, there's no word that defines a woman that has a lot of sex. Like, if you, if, if the that's the, not what we're talking about, fans. Or a, a, a woman that has has sex with athletes. There's no word to define. That's that. not even like what we're talking about. Like, like if, if, I, like, for, if I if I only date athletes, right? Mm-hmm. If that's my type. Okay. Right. It doesn't matter if I'm meeting them at a club or whatever. It's just like, no, I'm not going to date you unless you dribble a ball, you throw a ball, you bat a ball. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I that's baseball players I don't get no love. Let's be honest. That's my type, right? Nobody cares about baseball players. That's Shout not the y'all. same thing as like bragging about purposely going after a certain lifestyle for a certain reason. I think that there are levels to it that there's a difference. If I say my type is somebody who's athletic and I want an athlete, that's different than going on the hunt for it. When you've Why? acknowged it, when, Why? You've, when you've acknowledged it, because though I think what's the difference, are, what's the difference with me going on a hunt for women with big asses? You, you like, wait, 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 big asses is the body type. That's like me going on a hunt for men with big dicks. That's different. Right. Hey. If, you, if you go on a hunt for female rappers, men can be groupies too. But like yeah. you said, it doesn't hold the same weight if I call because, you a groupie. Because it was it was born in patriarchy. Yeah. Same, but it's the same type of behavior. And like what you that's fine. I I, I refuse to call women sluts or whores or hoes. Okay. I'm, you're never going to hear, you're never going to hear me say that type of stuff, but what you don't want to do is you don't want to define a certain type of behavior with a particular word because it's wrapped in, in a, a patriarchy, as you said, right? Like yeah. you don't want to do that, but it doesn't deny the fact that certain type of behaviors do are defined as something, call it whatever word you want to. It is defined as something. You don't want to call it a groupie. You don't want to call it bop. You don't want to use the two words that I use. Fine. But it's a certain type of behavior. <laughs> call it what you want. It's a certain right. type of behavior. Right. And I'm I, not saying nothing that the very person that we're talking about hasn't already said about herself. Right. Okay. Well, we'll like, I, I've, I've, she embraces I've, it because the blogs will continue to talk about it. I'll, I'll, so, I'll, I'll, I've done my pandering for the day. Um, you can, you can have the conversation with her you guys look look you guys all met my mom you guys all met my mom i wasn't raised to call women that type of stuff my dad used to my dad one time i'll never tell you rest in peace dad did i ever tell you the season hoe story did i tell you that the seasoning hoe season hoe did i ever tell you the season hoe story no no so my dad, I, I have to have told this pot on the story on the podcast before. My dad sees one of my teachers. Sees no. the teacher. My dad, my dad sees one of my teachers. Hey Terry, how you doing? Rest in peace, Dad. Hey Terry, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I ain't seen you in a long time. It has been a long time. Look at us. We all grown up now. Ha ha ha. We show law. We show law. But it is good to see you. You still look great. And you still look great too, Terry. All right. I knew I came out here. This was like in the seventh grade. I came out here because that name, Van Terry Lathan Jr. And he looked just like you. I knew you had to be his daddy. So I just wanted to say hey to you. Let's say, hey, how you doing? So I'm leaving. And I'm, you know, talking to my dad, like, how you know my teacher? Whatever. He's like, Yeah, I know her from you know, back on campus. I was like, What you mean? Like she went, we went to Southern. 
the same time with Southern University. I was like, yeah. And he goes, your teacher was a season hoe. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's that? And he was like, your, your teacher was a season hoe. I'm like, What's a season hoe? He goes, when it's baseball season, she with the baseball players. When it's football season, she with the football players. When it's basketball season, she with the basketball players. It's what's called a season hoe. And so I run home, talk to my mom. Just me being Van, can't hold anything. Mom, dad says one of my teachers is a season hoe. My mom looks at me, she goes, did he say he was a hoe? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no. She's like, okay, so what does it mean that all of them were sleeping with the season hoes? Are they hoes too? And my dad comes in, a man can't be no hoe. She's like, son, all of that hoe shit, that's just so they feel okay about doing what the fuck they doing. All right? Don't listen to it. So no season hoes. No season hoes. No bops, no birds, no sluts, no groups. I think that's great you don't use the word. Whatever phrase you want to use, she's wild. That's what we say in college instead of saying oh, she's wild. Oh, she wild. She wild. Oh, you know what? I have said, you know what? I have said stuff. I've said stuff like in the past, I'd be like, they'll say something. I'd be like, hey, she likes to have a good time. That's all. That's the only thing I say. It all means the same thing. That's no, why I because, say. Because anybody can like to have a good time. That's what I, that's why I say, anyways, you know what I'm saying? That's why I say, if the term offends you, I totally understand that. Like, so put whatever you want on it. She's wild. She likes to have a good time. She gets around. I don't know. Whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say. Anyways, looking forward to the conversation. I'm looking forward to it too. Let's take a break. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. It's still my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Uh, We would just like to say, or I'm going to say for myself, speak for myself, and I'm sure Rachel agrees, we like to uh, send prayers out to to everyone affected by the earthquake in Haiti. Yeah. Man, we are living in a tough time. Um, no, I was just going to say it's devastating. I mean, Haiti's really been going through some things. You know, if you've been following what's going on in Haiti, you know that their president was murdered. I mean, it just seems like the country is just like completely in disarray. And then now, like dealing with things as far as the government's concerned, and then you have this 7.2 earthquake hit. And at the moment, correct me if I'm wrong, Vance, 
1,300 people that have been confirmed dead at this point. And the number mm. is steadily rising. It's very sad. And my heart goes out to everyone. My heart goes out to everyone affected by what's going on in Haiti right now. Uh, I have a lot of Haitian friends, Jesse Wu, other people like that. And on these uh, different Instagrams, there are uh, lists of organizations that you can donate to and help the people out that uh, are, are struggling in Haiti. Haiti is not a rich nation. It's a nation that's going to take the worldwide community getting involved to probably rebuild. Um, And you wonder if Haiti wasn't so poor in the first place, if the death toll might have been a little bit, a little bit lower because of some of the construction that goes on in the in the country and other things like that. Also, Karen Civil, who is Haitian. Um, if you guys go to those different people, uh, they'll have information so that you know specifically how to get your money to the people of Haiti because it it's a touch and go situation with money that you send, whether or not it gets to the people that need it. So uh, if you have a Haitian friend, if you know anyone who's Haitian, uh, do your due diligence and make sure that if you send money, it's getting to where it needs to go. All right. Um, look, let me tell you something real quick. Uh, I'm interested in future as a person. Okay. How does future get away with it? What is he getting away with? Future, like future has what? How many kids does future have now? He's like, eight, like nine, eight or nine. They said he had nine kids, but then they also said that future had a threesome, and then he got three women pregnant in the threesome. He was three for three. But what is he getting away with exactly? He's getting away with it, like. It, it almost seems like Future is a character and that no one ever says like Future is trash. Do you hear that? Do you hear Future is trash a lot? Not really. I feel actually in women's circles are like, how, like who keeps falling for Future? I hear when, I hear my girlfriend say that. They say that? Yeah. Why, like, do you, why do you think it keeps happening? Why? This is the question. Why do women keep easy. falling for Future? What is it? Money, fame, like like take your pick like he's future he has a name like they want to be affiliated with that nobody like there's certain people who don't care that he has a certain amount of kids they want to be affiliated with him there's something about the association so let me ask you this future is in a situation with his his one of his baby's mothers she uh she leaked some audio they were going back and forth there was a alleged text message where Future called his, uh, told his son that your mama's a hoe or told a kid that your alleged. mama's a hoe. He, said that was- he says that that wasn't the case. That's, that's some hard ass shit if he said that. Yeah. All right. So I want to ask you this question. If in fact it is true that Future did these things, do you blame Future more or do you blame the women more? Oof. Because baby mama number one, number two, number three, number four, right. number five. But if you what baby mama number nine. What huh? number is Sierra? I'm not sure. Oh, Sierra's up there. Sierra's like, I think she's only like three or four. She got in there on the first team. It's like first okay. NBA squad. Who do you blame more for this? If Future is really acting this way, do you blame future more for being future or do you blame these women who have a clear blueprint of who this guy is 
and continue to jump back into well, I can the tell future what you pick. Think, by the way, you just define future versus the women. So I already know what team you're on. I don't. I don't, I don't think I have a team. We're on the tape and, and listen to how, who have what a clear do I do? blueprint. Who have a clear I'm just laying blueprint. it out. I don't know who to blame. I don't know who to blame. I mean, obviously, you have to blame future for his future own actions. Is really is really trash when it comes to women. Okay, take the take the songs and all that and separate it. When it comes to the way he handles women, he makes no apologies for who he is. There's no secret behind it. You could literally type in the name Future and know everything you need to know about him. So is there really anybody to blame? I think the women who go after Future know exactly what it is they're getting. I'm not going to put blame on either side. I think both sides are very aware. Nobody's being duped here. They know you exactly have to choose. what- You have to choose one. Choose no, I'm one not going to choose. Listen, Rachel, I'm come in on. hot water with Brittany. No, okay? you're not. You and Brittany are about well, to go head I up. By, I stand by what I said now. I ain't taking nothing back. I know you but do. I'm just- but I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to blame women. Maybe that's what they want, which is why I'm not going to blame them. At this point, all the data is out there. I'm not going to blame Future for being how he is with women. I'm not going to blame these women for going after something that they want. They want Future and all that comes with it. With the fame and the money comes the additional children and the baby mamas. And that might be what they want. I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm not doing it today. I blame the women. I know you do. They had a clear blueprint. You know what? You know, the only reason to blame if they blame and they don't come, if they go after future and they get whatever it is that they want out of it and they don't complain, there's nothing to blame. I blame women who who know what's up and then want to use that against him when he's always been very much so like this is who I am. Mm. I blame people who take voice recordings who post messages on Instagram and involve the court of public opinion into their affairs. I only blame the women who want to put all, who then want to like use it against future when you already knew what's up. That's not fair. Hmm. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. To me, what do you eat? What is that? It's a cookie. Yeah. It's a shortbread cookie. Uh-huh. There's either raisin, raisins it. in it. Raisins, raisins in it. Right. Not my thing. No, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with shortbread like that. What? It's so simple. I don't fuck with short. I'm off cookies right now, though. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I, I know. When I say I'm off cookies, that doesn't mean that I don't like cookies. What I mean is that like I'm off cookies right now. I haven't found a cookie that's that's wet my whistle in a while. You know. Okay. It's like yeah. It's like it's my cookie. two favorite cookies. Okay, give it to I me. I love two favorite cookies. You love what? Cookies by design. The cookie bouquet. Okay. It's those cookies that you get that are like in the shape of some type of design. They're shortbread. Sometimes you Mm -hmm. can get the cinnamon shortbread with the icing on top, but it's hard icing. You know, with like your name on them, happy birthday, they come in a bouquet like they're flowers. Right. Best cookies in the world. You love that. I will. Oh, you don't want them. I was going to say, I will order you some and send them to your house. I don't want those cookies. Okay, I will order you some so you can see them and then I'll pick them up and eat them. Have you seen the viral video of (laughs) the two people trying to cross the stream in Washington, D.C.? Did I? So this is my question. So here's the video if you guys haven't seen it. 
it's uh two people trying to cross a stream not, not a stream the fucking streets are flooded in dc and two people are trying to cross it one person is on the other person's um back and I, the reason why i keep saying persons is because at first this looked like a man was carrying a woman but oh. now there's some talk that it might be two women um and they're trying to cross. They get swept into the undertow of the current of whatever is happening. And then they get like carried down the street a little while until they actually end up getting into it. And another guy has to walk in and pick this woman up mm-hmm. and take her out of the water. This is my question to you. Okay. All right. Let's say that this is a man and a woman. Okay. The man's carrying the woman. The man's carrying the woman. Okay. As a woman, mm-hmm. what are the things that you expect your man to be able to do for you? All right. All right. Because we, we all know that you I D N P T five two. You know what that means? You got a hair done. You got a you know hey. Yeah. Hey, we know that you're independent, but as a woman, what are the things that you expect your man to be able to do for you? Do you expect your man to be able to carry you? across raging waters and get you to the other side safe. I just want to preface this by they were both stupid. Okay. Never would I allow my man to let me to piggyback ride me across raging waters, as you said, it, to go against them to cross the other side of the street. And for those of you who haven't seen, it's not like this was like water hitting the ankles. Okay, this was high enough to where he had to hold or the person, whoever this is in this situation, we'll say man and woman has to hold her up above the water. Okay. That being said, if I was dumb enough to ask my man to carry me across the water, I would expect him to do it. Don't pick me up and and act like you're strong enough to hold me up and walk across the way with me and then not be able to do it. I'd rather you say, I don't think we're gonna make it. I'm not able to do it. All right. And I would be like, okay, but if, so I, have, if, if I trust you, because you tell me you can do it, then you better do it. So if, you're, if your man tells you that he can't pick you up and carry you across the water, you're not gonna look I'm at him in a the- certain way? You're fine with it? No, 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 I'm not. So you're so, but you said you said you're fine with it if he says if he tells you he can't do it. Yes. Right. It's not that I'm asking him to to pick me up. Mm-hmm. I'm asking him to pick me up and then walk across flooding waters. Right. So if, if he, he tells me I can't do that, I'm going to trust that he can't do it, and there's we need to do something else. And it's just as simple as that. Right. I'm not looking for him to prove his manhood to me by walking through the waters. Okay, no, I'll give you another scenario. Okay, Let's say both of you walk through the waters, right? <laughs> he makes walk. it across. You guys walk through the waters. You're walking through the waters. Uh-huh. He makes it across. You get swept away. Why? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How'd that happen? Me and you, my man are walking together. You and, and your man are walking through. Hold on, listen. You and your man are walking across the waters. He makes it across. You get swept away because you guys are both walking now. Because here's the thing. That should have happened. How? I should have never been a. I should have never been in a position to get swept away. If I if I get swept away, we both should get swept away. Nah, so okay. So if you and your man are both walking across the water, mm-hmm. and he's going to make it, 
and you feel yourself getting swept away, you would expect him to <laughs> get swept away with you? We should be holding hands. Forget about yes. that. Like, what if the what if the current yanks you away? Okay, he- so now we're so now we're we let go because my man. There's no way that my man is going to walk me through flooding waters and not hold my hand. But he was holding your hand. But yeah, then he got you got swept away and it yanked. You better, he, you better dive. You, you better, better dive. dive in the direction that now, I can Now, let's reverse that. Let's say you guys are walking across across the water and you're walking. He gets yanked away and swept away. Do you think that you should have to dive into the water? Grab onto that tree. See what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> see, 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 see what I'm saying? Nah, I'd probably go after Brian. So it's swimming. All right, like, like, let's say he did get swept away. You did get swept away. I, honestly, I would probably scream and freak out and die and go after him. So you you get swept away. You get swept away. Like, you're like 100 yards downstream or whatever, but then you get out, and he made it across. Are you pissed at him? If he didn't come after me? Yeah. Absolutely. Because you didn't know I was going to make him. That could have been the last time you saw me. I will haunt you for life if I don't come out of those waters safely. Wow. Wow. I looked at the video and I thought for a second, this guy is done. If it was a guy, really, because at the end of the video, the woman gets yeah, up like, and she's talk super about pissed what actually off. Happened in the video. So they both get swept away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they both get swept away. And they're down, I guess it's like, I'd say 30, 40 yards. They get swept, maybe not even that much. And they keep trying to get back up. But the water was a beast. And after a while, the woman that was riding on the back of the other person, she just gets pissed off. She's like, get off me. You can't help me. And then another dude steps in, picks her up, and takes her out of the water. So whoever that guy yeah. was, you know, she's he's probably the one that got the hero's welcome, but the other dude didn't. It's a very viral well, video. Say, who do you think she went home with tonight from the video uh, I saw? I mean, yeah, probably the guy at the end if she was going home with anyone. But I don't think you should go home with somebody based upon heroic feats. I don't think so but either, but that was the caption of the video when I saw it. Yeah. Does Do heroic feats by guys, does that like, is that a turn on? Like when a guy can do a heroic feat, is it? Of course. I don't, I don't, guys, we don't really get, I don't think guys get turned on by the heroism of women. Of course. You know? That's patriarchy. Is that patriarchy? Yeah. Because you don't like because the women are the ones who are supposed to be saved. I guess I guess. But also, I'm not generally I'm not generally like impressed by heroism. I'm glad you did it, but it doesn't make me want to like hang out with you. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I saved these people from like, you know, like cool for you. Yeah, well, I I didn't want to go hang out with old dude who rescued this woman from the flooding waters. But if I was the woman who was actually drowning in the waters and you saved me, that's a totally different story. Nicki Minaj's husband is getting uh, oh is God. getting sued. Um, Nicki Minaj and her husband are getting sued. Uh, apparently, uh, there's a there's an allegation here that her husband Kenneth Petty offered five hundred thousand dollars to the sexual assault victims that he has alleged victims uh, in order for the victim to recant their allegations. So uh, Kenneth Petty s- served four and a half years after pleading guilty to the attempted rape of a woman who was then 16 years old. The victim is now 43 by the lawsuit said that the cousin that, that she's being harassed and intimidated to make her revoke the story. 
The woman says that her and her family were offered money if she would recant the allegations at $1.20,000. Then $500,000 was suggested. According to the lawsuit, Nicki Minaj also proposed to send a 16th birthday video to the victim's daughter as a bonus. Okay. This is an allegation in a lawsuit. If this is true, what does this say about Nicki Minaj? Well, let's back up and note that he did plead guilty yeah, he pled guilty. to alleged rape, okay? Yes. In a criminal court, right? right? So he has pled guilty, not no contest, not like he pled guilty. He didn't go to four trial. Four and a half years for an attempted rape, the woman was 16 years and old. And people yeah. realize this. He voluntarily pled guilty to alleged rape, all right? So what are you saying to me again? If if what's true, if that that they that they bribed them with five hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. So she is trying to pay money to say that this never happened. That this was that the woman that the woman made guilty. it up. Yeah, right. the woman. The, she's yeah. The woman made it um, up. Yeah. If this is true, this is despicable. It's disgusting. Before you knew your husband, he voluntarily pled guilty to this, right? He pled guilty. He wasn't found guilty in a court of law. He didn't plead no contest. He by, actually, by the way, they might have known each other at the time. They might have, but he wasn't her husband. He wasn't she, her husband, no. He wasn't her husband. He stood up in a court and said, I am guilty of this crime. He admitted it. And the fact that you want to cover that up now because it makes you look bad shows that you really don't, not, not just stand for the victim, like you're, you don't stand up for women in general. The fact, if this is true, right? I have to keep saying that because we don't know. This is all allegedly. But if this is true, it shows that you put yourself above women's rights, above the victim at hand, and you're not realizing how, dis- how disgusting it is that your husband isn't ad- uh, admitted. That's one I don't have to use allegedly. He admittedly tried to rape a 16-year-old, and you're trying to cover that off, off for the sake of your image. You have a child now at this point. What example are you setting for yourself when it comes to handling situations like this? If I have enough money, I can cover up a situation. It doesn't make the person better, but it makes me look better at the end of the day. What kind of message are you sending out here, Nikki? It's like... I'm not saying that I don't I don't know if I ever looked at Nikki as a role model, but I like Nikki and I like her as a rap artist. And it's just disappointing. It's beyond disappointing, actually. Yeah. This is if these allegations are true. If true. If true. Well, um, it's interesting. Once again, though, I feel like Nikki Minaj's fan base is just not that much discussion about this, not that much talk about this, but we'll see because where this case goes. Alleged. Because it's alleged, and I get sure it's alleged. We're it's discussing alleged. this as a topic, and that's why we keep saying allegedly. And like, I'm not jumping to conclusions. I'm saying if this is true. And if I'm in her fan base, if I'm one of the barbs, I'm not talking about it either because I'm going to wait for this to play out and see what's true and what's not. Hmm. All right. Uh, look, uh, you keep doing your thing down there in Columbia. Are you back in LA Thursday? I fly out tomorrow. You fly out tomorrow, and then you'll be back. You'll be back in LA tomorrow. Wednesday night. I mean Wednesday morning, like twelve a.m. Wednesday a. morning. Wednesday morning. You guys enjoy Columbia. Tell Brian I said what up. All right. Thank you. I will. Yeah, great. Uh, take your thing caps off, but do not stop learning. It's enough higher learning for right now. Wait, I invent. We have what, a very wrong? serious question. You asked a lot of questions. I asked a lot of questions podcast. today. We just choose one. Okay. We choose one. We got like a lot of serious questions. I think we'll go with uh, 
who's to blame, future or the women? I think that's Van's very serious question of the week. You know, you said nobody, which is very non-committal, which is the way to have a successful podcast. Bozeman, come here. Uh, it's <laughs> you know, a way to have a successful. You're not to keep putting stuff on me. This podcast. I said it's the women. I think okay. you know. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me nine times. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you doing, little dog? He's my only friend. All right. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Bozeman. Oh, my gosh. I saw what you... I get, can we just talk about this? Talk about I'm what? so glad that you've become one of those people. I saw that you cooked the Chilean sea bass for Bozeman. Did he enjoy it? Oh, my God. He loves it so much. He's the you fanciest You cooked yourself one. You cooked him one. I cooked breakfast for Copper. No, 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 no. I, I didn't cook myself one. Oh, I cooked you it for only... Him. I only cooked it for him. I did. I did not cook myself one. I cooked it. You goddamn beautiful pup. I love you, Bozeman. Like he, he. Uh, I didn't cook one for for myself. I cooked one for him. I saw it in there. It's like Bozeman, you want some Chilean sea bass? He was like, "Cook that shit for me, nigga. I'll run this." <laughs> Bozeman, show yourself to the people. Get up here, boy. Get up here now. Show yourself to the people. You don't want to do it? Fine. Get away. Fucking get out. Try to put you on TV. You suck. Wow. See, see you, Bozeman. Oh, I love right. it. I love that you're oh. becoming this person. Good for you. Go make him some more food. He's my best pal. All right. Uh, uh, take the guys off. Do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan. I'm Rachel Lindsay. We out. <laughs> <laughs>